Welcome to Beacon of Light, a show that examines and explores the unexplained and the curious. Join Marcus Leader and Jennifer Falah on a journey of discovery as they shed some light on a variety of spiritual, paranormal, and psychological topics. Welcome to Beacon of Light. I'm your host, Jennifer Falah, and this week we're going to talk about living in the now. There's been many books written on the subject, um, many new age theories and ways to look at it, um, but living in the now is really how you create your own reality. And that's my focus for it. How can we live a better life right now? And how can we focus our intentions on positive outcomes now? And we're going about living, living the now in many, many books written on books, objects. And that you forget everything from the past. What it does mean is that you're not ruled by the future and the past. And you can enjoy your life right now. Remember when you were a kid and summer vacation seemed like it lasted for a year? Why was that? Why was that? I've asked myself that question so many times since I've been an adult and everything is structured, every day is structured by time periods and appointments and responsibilities. Now it's time to do this. Now it's time to do that. And oh my gosh, the day is gone. And oh my gosh, the week is gone. And it is it another year already? Well, we didn't it didn't happen when we were a kid. Is it because time was slower when we were a kid? Some people think so. Some people think time's speeding up. Um, I don't think so. I think it has to do with your perception and preoccupation with what's happening next, what's happening next. And always worrying about what rule you're not ruled by the future in the past. And enjoy and you can enjoy your life. Right now, life right now. Joy. What's happening now? When do we experience what's happening now? When we go stand in line somewhere, like at the bank, and it's endless. It didn't happen when, we were happen when my kid is it because kid is it a kid? When we some kid people think so. People think sometimes you've got an hour left before you're out of work. Thinks so. how long is that hour? Or when you've got one week till vacation time. How long is that week? You know, um, when we were kids, we didn't think about what's happening next. Not much at all. All we cared about is what we're doing right now. And that's why the days seem so long. And so... 
if we could do that in each day, uh, we wouldn't spend so much time worrying and making ourselves sick. I'm a firm believer that worry is one of the number one reasons why people get sick. <clears throat> I have developed stomach problems from worry, but acid reflux, I, I'm, I'm sure of it. I'm just basically sure because when I'm happy and I'm not worrying and everything, I don't seem to have a problem with the acid in my stomach, but when I'm worrying about things and I'm stressing and I have too much on my plate, there it comes my stomach. If we had stay in each day, stay uh, so much we wouldn't worry so much whereas I'll get uh, tension headaches and the muscles in my upper back and neck and shoulders get so tight that it gives me these terrible headaches. Why is that? Because I'm stressing and my your body reacts to stress. Your body, um, your subconscious tells your body what to do. And if your conscious mind is so worried, that's going to seep over into your subconscious. Because our subconscious is upset, and it's going to say, okay, we're going to go in defense mode, and we're going to tense up. And so we, we end up with all kinds of problems from stress and worry and pain and past hurts and things we don't let go of. So it is in our best interest to let go of all that does not serve us from the past and and keep the lessons. We're not going to just go mind brain dead if we decide not to hurt anymore. We'll keep those lessons. Let go of the other crap. You know, I used to tell um I teach a group of third graders at, for catechism classes at church and I used to tell hey, they're tired these tears gives me headache terrible that why is that I'm speaking dress and in this story it really and in coming up with the story trying to explain it to children it taught me how to uh and and keep the lessons we're not going to just mind <clears throat> I explained it um this other crap boy has a backpack and he starts out in life fresh with a clean backpack with nothing in it and throughout his life he chose to keep every negative word every negative comment every hurt, every pain jealousy resentments and every time he got one someone handed somebody hurt his feelings they handed him this stone and every time he had a jealous thought because someone wronged him um, or a resentful thought because someone wronged him he was handed a stone and he kept all these stones every time someone was kind to him they handed him a flower so he put all these stones and all these flowers in his backpack over time 
And when this wake up, wake up, someone had one, and it hurt his, somebody hurt his, they stole him this, they stole Because he had never cleaned it out. He had never learned to throw those stones away. And what they were doing was they were crushing all the flowers. He couldn't smell the flowers anymore because they were crushed under all these heavy stones. And so forgiveness is a big part of letting go of the past. People have a big misconception about forgiveness. Forgiveness is a two-way street. He never wanted to forgive because he thought he was doing the people that had wronged him a favor. Why should I give them a gift when they've hurt me? Some people say the words, I forgive you. And they, instead of getting rid of a stone, they're handed another one. Why? Because the act of saying I forgive you hurt them too. Because they didn't fully forgive. Forgiveness is a two-way street because you don't necessarily let that person off the hook. They're still holding their own stones. What you do was they're doing crushing all the flowers, all the flowers. Smell the flowers anymore. Flowers they were because uncrushed. All these are all stones. Heavy stones to throw your stone away from that incident and say, "All right, both of us are free from this now." Does it mean that getting rid of a stone, they're handed another one? Why? Why? Because the because act of saying forgiving, I it hurt. We are going to both choose right here and now not to suffer from this anymore, and not to carry this on our backs. So this little boy, you don't know, found that his backpack was so heavy that he couldn't move forward much anymore in life. He kept carrying this pack, carrying this pack, and. And sometimes he didn't even take it off to sleep. It became such a part of him that he carried around everywhere. And he started having back problems. And he started not feeling well. And he was tired. And he was irritable because he was carrying this pack around. So one day, an angel came. And told him, You need to forgive and let all these stones go, throw them away. And he was very hesitant to do that because it had become such a part of who he is. And all the reasons he had why he could not move forward and why he could not do things in his life was because of this heavy pack. It took a lot of strength and a lot of bravery for him to sit down and go through the pack and throw the bull because this pack around. So one day, so one day came on the flowers, and he remembered all the kindness that had been given to him, and he remembered all those compliments and all the things that were wonderful about him, and all the reasons he had to go on and fi- and and fill his pack with more flowers. So. In forgiving someone, it truly is a gift because it teaches you how to continue to move forward. 
There's a poem the other night that I saw. It was actually church. But I thought it was awesome. It's by Helen Malicote. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> but she, uh, they handed it out. And I was like, this is beautiful. This is perfect. And it's called I Am. It says, I was regretting the past and fearing the future. Suddenly my Lord was speaking. My name is I Am. He paused. I waited. He continued. When you live in the past, with its mistakes and regrets, all the compliments, compliments and all the things, all the wonderful that were all about, and all since he the reason he had was. When you live in the future, with its problems and fears, it's hard. I am not there. My name is M. It says, it was out hard, because I am here. My name is I am. And it was a poem written trying to explain to people what I am means, the name of God. But in it, you know me, I was like, that's so positive, I love that, and I'm taking it, and I'm going to talk about it on the show, because it's just so simple to remember. It makes so much sense. It really does. Mo what someone said once, 90% or more of the fears we have about the future never come to fruition. If you look back on the past and think about all the times you were really sick and you thought, oh my god, I'm going to die. Especially if you have anxiety. You go through that all the time. <laughs> I have a little problem with that ever so often just from being the only parent after my husband died with the girls. And if I get sick, I'm like, oh my gosh, what if I died in the middle of the night? Nobody would know and the girls would wake up and... That's ridiculous. I'm a healthy person. I'm not going to die from a cold or from acid reflux. I mean, you know, it's it's ridiculous. You know, look at all the times or of the have a fear of we here future have a fear for wish never if you look all of those times by now. I mean, if you really think about it, you made it through. It didn't happen. It didn't come to fruition. And how much time did you spend worrying about paying that bill or worrying about um, all those different things that never happened? That's how you stop stressing about the future. Doesn't mean you stop planning for the future. Planning is a positive thing. Having goals is a positive thing. But stressing yourself out, trying to do worry about everything in the future right now is the negative thing. You can't do everything right now. You can you can make a plan and say, hey, um, I would, but make reasonable goals. See, this is something I can tell you by experience because I am a spaz and I will plan and set goals for myself that are very hard 
to achieve. And <laughs> I will do it all the time. And I will stress my if you really about it. I think I it through. You made it did didn't come in for wish um, to my unreasonable goal. Now who's doing that to me? Whose failure is that? That is, I, I'm creating my own stress. You, you can plan doing hey and say, um, would I? But make but real goals for our future, um, and work on achieving them. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. But right now we have a caller. Hello, you're on the air with Jen. What can I do for you? Hi. Hi, who am I talking to? Hi, this is Casey. Hi, Casey. What would you like How to know? Um, well, my father recently passed away, and I just had some questions um, at specifically, like, to him. I don't know if you're able to talk with him so he can help answer my questions. I usually don't do mediumship on the air because it's it's very hard to focus with the radio show yeah. and you and, and everything else. Um, mm -hmm. Let me see if I can I do, do have a, I have a general question. <laughs> it's gonna it's really embarrassing for me to ask, but I've always been curious about this. Okay. Um, I know when people cross over to the other side, everyone always says, oh, they're still here. They see everything you're doing. Don't worry. Don't worry. Do they see us having sex and stuff, too? <laughs> I asked that question, too. I asked that, too, from the angels. And... Help mm -hmm. Mediums don't do mediums. It's an error dip because it's very hard. It's in the focus of the radio. And like, they're connected to you. So if you're thinking okay. of them, or if you're, you know, wanting to speak with them, an energetic signal goes out and, and then they they know if they need to be there or not or just answer your question or send you love. Angels are with you all the time but they are mm -hmm. very respectful of people's privacy. If I ask them a question <laughs> if I ask a question about somebody that is none of my business, they'll just straightforward to say that's none of your business. <laughs> you know, okay. they're very respectful. So basically what the angels do is protect from afar and turn their backs. They're they have no, and to them, you know, they're not perverts. They're not going to say, oh, wow, look, hey, that's pretty yeah. good. You know, that's yeah. a, <laughs> they're not judging the wrestling match, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> they have no desire to do that. Okay. So they, their only concern is if she's okay, is she protected, let's, let's, let's make, you know, check the perimeter, make sure we got nothing bad coming in, you know, that's their only concern. They're like secret service. Would be. I see. Okay. So, <laughs> they're going to give you all the privacy. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about okay. that. And, um, energy signal out and it goes out and, they, and then they know if they'd be there if they need or just or not your quest answer or question or when you're, you know, being intimate with somebody, you know, you don't want them standing there watching you and they know that. They, you right. know, one standing in front of you in the bathroom, they never do that. Okay. So they, okay. so they is concern if she's story okay, 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 let's, 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 let
the only time you would encounter that, you know, if it was an earthbound spirit, you're not going, or a negative entity, you're not going to get that from somebody who has, is visiting from heaven, mm -hmm. or is your guide, or is your angel, they, they've been with you since birth, so you pretty much can't shock them, and okay. they know what you want, and if you want privacy in that moment, that is what they give you. So they protect from afar, really. Okay. And um, then... Go ahead. I don't know if you're able to answer, answer this. The, the day that my father passed away, I had brought my iPad with me to the hospital. And in the family lounge, I left the iPad case on the table. But I had brought my iPad into my father's hospital room so that he could listen to music. Um... Now, my sister and my father's girlfriend were in the family lounge at the time, and they said they heard, like, a witch's cackling noise coming from my iPad case, and they thought it was my iPad, but I told them, no, it's in Dad's room. And then a couple days later, when I came back home to my house, I also heard the same witch. Well, I didn't hear it at that time. Uh, and then, I don't know if you're... Go ahead. I don't know if you're answered, but able to answer this. Put my face. I had to wait. Father, I had the hot head. Nobody was outside. My iPad was in my hand. My TV was frozen. And my computer was lost. Do you have any idea what that could possibly be? Hmm. What time of year was this? What time of the year? Mm-hmm. Uh, this was like maybe two, three days ago. Was the second witch's cackle in my bedroom. The first witch's cackle was on September 13th. Because in the hospital, people have TV. You didn't have the TV going, is what you're saying. Right, there wasn't even a TV in the lounge. I'm getting that it's some kind of app or some kind of something, but okay. I'm not getting that you have a negative witch flying around, you know, okay. or an entity following you around. I just, um, I'm not really not getting what that would be either, but I think it's okay. some kind, some kind of, um, you know, I don't think you can really get pop-ups on a iPad, but it sounds like something like that. You know, like, um... But my iPad is in a different room, though. <laughs> hmm. Stop me. Alright. Maybe it was, not... like, my sister's phone or something. Well, then you heard it at home, though, too. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that's true. My first thought... Uh, have a naked witch get to around, you know? <laughs> And could there have been a TV on in the other room? Um, the other room is on the other side of the house. So it, the, I know, the noise was coming from a different direction. From some the of these, yeah, some of these commercials, um, especially for yeah. kids' programs or toys, mm -hmm. the cackle, like a, a witch's cackle, especially approaching Halloween, is a very yeah. high-pitched sound, and it travels far. And so my first thought was a commercial on TV. And so if you were in the mm -hmm. hospital, one of the rooms could have been playing this commercial, and then when you got home, mm -hmm. uh, another TV in another part of the house could be playing the same commercial. And, and I, know from having, yeah, I know from having kids that that 
high-pitched sound can travel a lot, you know, a lot more than a lower tone. So, other than that, I'm not picking up on any negative spirit with you. I don't think it has anything to do with your father. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm not. Are you able any- to see my father or hear him? Um, I really, if you'd like to contact me privately, um, sure. Through my Beacon of Light group on Facebook, we can do that privately. Mm-hmm. But okay. I usually don't do it on the air because it's it's. There's a lot of pauses and a lot of commercial plan initial, and I know from having I know from having high sound high travel fine. But I thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for answering. <laughs> oh no problem. You have okay. A good take care now. Uh huh. Okay. So what were we talking about? We were talking about setting reasonable goals. And I asked the angels about this today. And I said, why is it that we worry so much about the future? What, what's the underlying reason? And they said very simply that we're trying to stay a step ahead of the pain. A step ahead of any problems or negative outcome and that in trying to do that trying to eliminate that pain we cause ourselves further pain and we'll talk about that in just a minute it looks like we have another caller hi you're on the air with Jen who am I speaking with my name's Kelly hi Kelly you have a question for me? Um, yeah, I'm, I've been having some experiences with um, uh-huh. Okay. Hey. Um, my friends passed away and when I think I get these feelings that it's him I know that it's him um, Cause our Further, further pain. And we'll just admit that until we have an, it looks like another caller. Hi. It really is him, if that's possible, that the music that turns on, or last night it was my um, DVR player, it came on and the numbers started rolling around on it and it's not even hooked up to the TV. Oh yeah, and that's a good one. That was a good one. You can't explain that away. <laughs> I like it when they do that when it's you can't explain that away. That's it. What else happened? Well, what I've else? Had, um, I've had like the um, my music on my iPhone, on my iPod will come on in the middle of the night. Um, I've had text messages. I had a text message come on my phone that said, it just said, it's me, Jeff. And there Shut was, there was up. Two- is that his name? Yeah. Oh my god, that's yeah. freaky. Mm-hmm. You know what? When my husband passed away, we didn't have all these text messages and all this other stuff. I mean, we just everybody just started doing that really strong. That was seven years ago. So, I mean, it was out there, but I, I, I hear I hear that quite often now, and it kind of concerns me um, because I. I don't know how they're doing that, and that's pretty strong. That's a pretty strong entity. I've had text messages. I've had text messages. 
come on Mr. Jones said that it is us it's her oh um, my god <laughs> so cool. I'm sorry I love this stuff that is so cool how well, can you the, deny that the, I know and the crazy part was I was at the time I was kind of in a crisis and in a meltdown in the middle of a store and just totally I was trying to buy a thing to make a memorial for him for his grave site because I hated all of the ones that are pre-made and I'm so not crafty and I was I just you know it was one of those things that's like this is really dumb to be having a meltdown but I was and I just sat down on the middle of the floor in the store and I'm like I need you to be here now and then I got this text message and that's what it was. It was from a number I, I had no idea, and it just said, it's me, Jeff. And I'm like, whoa. Oh, my God. That is a gift right there. Don't deny that. Because hey. I think what enabled him to do that was that you were reaching out to him so strong in that moment, so much emotion, so much energy involved with that moment that he was able to just come to you right there. And did you have your phone in your hand? And I know I was crazy at the I was in my time kind of crisis in a something to get her off the floor, you know? <laughs> and you know, I found in my own experiences and from what I've heard from a lot of people that, that shortly after people pass away, right there. They, you, deny them because I think I think enabled him able to do that but I've heard shortly after they pass away they can do the most amazing thing you were move things around just like an earthbound spirit would do but they're not earthbound and I think what is happening here is that they are slowly acclimating to their their vibration is slowly rising and so when after they pass away it's pretty close to ours and um, okay. they're still really used to how to, how to manipulate things here. And so now they're in spirit and they're, they're using as much energy as they can to move things around and to give people signs and to do things like this. And a lot of times they'll pull that energy from things that have energy in them, like electronic devices or things like that. And that's probably in that moment you were too grief-stricken to hear him if he would have shown up in front of you and scared the crap out of you and you probably had a bigger meltdown in the store so and that phone has energy that he can use to do that so that's that's a pretty amazing thing and that's a gift from him so don't deny that he was there with you yeah and around to dines and like this. they'll pull and else times pull that and um that have from things have I'm just not <laughs> what was your relationship to him um we were we, we had been to were together back 25 30 years ago when I was a teenager and um we broke apart and were apart for 25 years and then I went through a really ugly, abusive divorce and marriage and after my divorce was over, um, we reconnected and we were kind of trying to figure out who and what we were and 
um, then he just he died unexpectedly and there's a lot of there was a lot of no closure 30 years ago but no closure again now I guess it's about the only way that I'm it's kind of where I'm at I'm I'm just so wrapped up in what could have been and why we got the opportunity to, to find each other again and have the short time that we did and then it had to be taken away I don't well, this is what happened there. You weren't destined to spend this whole life together. You were supposed to go off with other people, and, and I believe you had children, correct? Yeah, I did. Yeah, you're supposed to have... We had been working together back 20, 30 years ago when we were going Spirits, and you have a really strong connection, and he chose to spend his last days with you because he had already done what he was supposed to do Ben and why we got we got the opportunity to there is each other find again and have again for time that we have a very had. strong connection and he chose to spend those last days with you it gave you everything he had left because you yeah. were very spiritually very important to him and that's where he wanted to be and so a good step forward in the grief process for you would be letting go of the anger that you, you were robbed the additional years because he was not scheduled to stay for any additional years. Okay. And so you were actually, you were given a gift to have that time you did with him before he left. Otherwise he would just left and you would have just had the one time 30 years ago. But you and him are very connected, very strong kindred spirits. And you'll see him when you go home one day. Okay. Okay. So, he does want you to be happy. He wants you to be happy, and he wants you to move forward. And there is a long life ahead of you. So, don't dwell too long. Um and what could have been. Okay? Okay. I wish you well okay. in that, and I thank you so much for calling in. Well, before you left, he would just, would have just, and you left, would have just, one time, just had, but years ago, one time ago. We're very, and him, or, but we're very, it's very strong. Hello, you're on the air with Jennifer. Who am I talking to? Hi, Jennifer. It's me, Nydia. Lydia? Nydia. Nydia, Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Fabulous. We're doing a show, having a good time. What did you want to ask me today? I just want to see, are there any messages or anything I should know right now? Try to be a little more specific. That's a lot of information. Okay. Well, then I have one question. Um, I'm about to go into competition for my niece. I want to know if that would be... Uh, the right decision to do for her? Would she be a good fit in my life? Would I be making a good decision for her? You're going to try and get custody, you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you kind of have to. I have to? Well, for her best interest, yeah. I don't think that um, her parents are going to... Is it her father that's the problem? Her mother. Hmm. My sister. She's my sister. 
I keep thinking. Lydia? Uh, Nidia. Nidia. Hi. Hi. I, I, he's unknown. He's really not involved. Weird. I'm sorry? Is the mother an alcoholic? Uh, yes. Yes. I think you kind of have to. Have all the time. And it's not going in a good direction, and it's not going to get any better. Okay. So, it's a problem. have to until she gets to that good place in her life. Um, it's yeah. only going to get worse for the child, and the child is going to be put in dangerous situations, actually. Okay. I keep yeah, well, getting... I, a I keep... Okay, I guess I have to... When I keep getting something, I have to say it. There is a man that's coming into mm -hmm. the house, or he is an alcoholic, or he is um, drunk, or something. Drugged up. You have to get that child away from that influence of this man. Would that so, be right now? She, she's in foster care, so would that be where she's at right now, too? I mean, this happening now? It could she's, be. Because mm -hmm. that was the very first thing I picked up on. The man. So I assumed the father. And it's not a good situation. And yes, I do think you should move forward. Okay. Because I live out of state, that's why I didn't know if they're going to consider me because I'm out of state. I don't know. I don't know. I just think that you should. I okay. I'm going to get her I'm out gonna of there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, Thank you so much, Jill. Good luck when you have child influence in that way. Influence it. Oh, should that be so. right now? The kid is full. She wants to kid that be. Well, I don't think we have another caller right now. So, what I was saying before the callers called in, stop trying to be a step ahead of any possible future problems. We all do that. We believe as responsible adults we need to do that. And so, if you think about it for a minute, that's what causes all of our stress, is trying to be one up on it. I'm going to... And then it, if, it, if it ever should happen, like 2% of the time, we're like, I knew it. Well, you know what? <laughs> you have been worrying about every possible thing that could go wrong for years. Stop doing that. You're causing yourself misery. Okay. Uh, we have another caller. You're on the air with Jen. Who am I speaking to? JJ. JJ? Yes. <clears throat> Thank you for calling in. Um, did you have a question for me? Yeah. What's, what's wrong with me? Do you want a list? No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> what do you no, mean what's no. wrong with you? Let's be more specific. <laughs> um, Stop to be trying to step ahead of any possible... Is it your lower back? Yeah. Have you had your kidneys checked? JJ? JJ? Yes. <clears throat> Thank you for calling in. Calling, um, um. Also, you had an injury. Did you have a car accident or you fell down? Some kind of, um. Some kind yeah, of I had a car rough accident. injury. Or 
you what? A car accident four years ago. It's a combination of a couple things. Uh, you have a low-grade infection in your kidneys, and I'm sure you'll have other symptoms that you can match up to that later. So I would have that checked by the doctor. I wouldn't put it off. You don't want to put that off. You also okay. have an inflamed area, and I don't know what the number of the discs are, but it's just just down from your waistline in the back. Yep. And it's right there, and it looks... I see two things. I see redness, like inflammation, but I also see like a hairline, some kind of crack or something in there. It looks like just like a line. So I would go, and I don't know, I see things kind of in cartoonist pictures when I'm looking at the body. Put that off. And in fact, you have a air and infraria. I don't know over the spur of the, the dinner. Okay. I see a line, like somebody took has a pencil and drew a line, like a, a shaky little line in there. So to me, that either means there's a crack in it, in the actual disc, or, or there's a pinched nerve. But that accident did some damage that's been deteriorating over time. It's kind of gotten a little worse, a little worse. But at yeah. the time, I don't think it was enough for anybody to say anything about. No, I've been like this in this state for four years. Oh, okay. Well, it's time to go do something about it. If you'd like me to do a I, healing, I, I can also do that. Um, you can mess... I'm sorry? I've seen a doctor this morning. He, he hasn't said what he's going to do to help me to fix the problem. Well, they always want to do something drastic, don't they? Well, um, I just... I need permanent fix, though, not a... Uh, cover up like they've been doing. Well, they'll probably want to do some kind of surgery. To tell you the truth. Prob um, yeah, probably. If you'd like to try to fly, take you in there. So to me, so either me that he cracks there's a initial in the acro disc. There's a port to me at. Yeah. Did you call in from my group on Facebook? Yes. Okay. I love your group. Thank you. <laughs> you just, I love it too. Yeah, we have lots of fun over there. So, just problem. Well, just wanted something to stick dress, don't they? I'd send me a message and I'll put you on my list. Okay. okay. All right. What's Thank you so much for calling in. My disc. Huh? It's my kidneys and my disc. Yeah, I feel like you have a low-grade kidney infection, and then, then just down below the waist there, there's something. There's either a crack or a pinched nerve. But I really see it so like how, on the bone itself, so. How would you approach your doctor about that? Because they probably think I'm crazy. <laughs> I would say I think I have a, ki a low-grade kidney infection, and I think there's a crack in this disc right here or a pinched nerve. All right. Thank see you it. so much for your <laughs> Okay. Have a good day. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Oh, that's great. You know, 
If anyone oh, else would like to be a part of our group, we're on Facebook. We're called Free Psychic Readings Beacon of Light. And just to let you know, we do one question free readings. And then I have a team of people that are wonderful um, that I have screened and tested who can, if you'd like full readings, mediumship readings, healings, they offer those services as well. That's okay. Free Psychic Readings Beacon of Light on Facebook groups. Hi, you're on the air with Jen. Back in the right here. Curve. There are right. They are right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, man. Hello. I have a question, and of course, it's always about love life. Okay. And I, I was just wondering if me and my boyfriend of a really long time are going to be forever kind of deal. The forever word. Forever word. It's already felt like forever. Have you been together like five years? Twelve. Oh, crap. That's a long time. But we're going, we're going through big time messy right now. Yeah, but you kind of got to that point where you're really not going to go anywhere. You just have gotten so comfortable with each other that you've forgotten to like not openly express every thought that comes into your mind right you know where you get to that comfortable place where you just everything that comes to your mind just falls out of your mouth and you really don't censor yourself anymore and I think maybe both of you need to kind of you know a refresher course you know you you really need to like maybe hold some things in or possibly just think like love life Okay. And I'm wondering, was just me and if me, my boy, really hot friend of a mark in a long time. Is there possibly uh, another way I could say this that would be more constructive? My mother used to tell me all the time, and it and it odd the kind to your mom. Right. But where you get comfortable, you just and it comes every every reminds to your. She told me my whole life. Always ask yourself, what happens if? Think, man, yeah. Am I going to hurt somebody by what I'm going to say right now? Are my actions going to negatively affect somebody that I love unintentionally? What happens if? Write it down. Put it on the fridge. Teach everybody in the house that. Maybe have uh, a family. I feel like there's kids there. You guys got kids? I have two kids. Okay. Get them on board with this. Teach everybody in the household to think before they speak. Because right now, tensions are high, finances are low, lots of stress. This is when we learn to band together as a family and be loving to each other. Because this stuff's all going to pass by. But the lessons that those kids pick up from this time will stay. You and your man are going to make it through because you've had a lot of life lessons. You've had a lot of ups and downs. Those kids are forming uh, their image of who they are and how they react to bad times. Right now is really a time to step up and show them um, that no, this is when we band together. This is when we buy tensions are low, finances lots of lots of, low, lots of this stress. The band we learned that the band as a family. And like I was saying earlier in the show, 
a lot of what you guys are dealing with is a bunch of worry about the future. Are we going to be able to That's pay this me. bill? <laughs> you know? That's let me. It, let it go. 90% of it won't happen. 98% of it won't happen. Maybe 100% of it won't happen. You guys always made it through before. It's just another bump. Forget it. Refuse to refuse to be controlled by it and just and say, you know what? This week is going to be the best week of our life. This is going to be the most loving time of our lives and we're going to enjoy every moment of it. My kids are small. They're here with me. I'm still with him. Enjoy it. Have people write down everything they're thankful for. And if they're upset about something and they need to get it out, give those kids a journal. Give him a journal. Have him write it down and get it out. And if he wants you to look at it, let him look at it. Let, look at it. You do the same thing. And if you guys want to release all this negative thought and all this worry, burn it as a family in the fireplace. Go out to barbecue. Wow. Get rid of it. Okay? Until it's a butt out the worry of the future. Are we going to pay this to be able to pay <laughs> and I was thinking, well, they're probably not going to get the whole idea of this burning the negative thoughts and getting rid of them. And some people say, oh, don't burn it. Screw that. You know, it's, right. it's not going to do anything. Said about something out thing, and then he does give it a journal. Him a journal. Give him a journal. Have to do it, no, get down it out. And if you want it out, look at it. Mm -hmm. I feel so much better now. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm so glad that worked. <laughs> you know? Huh. If thoughts to do it, you know? You guys, We're going to need a lot of paper and a lot of fire. love you. There's no reason to be held down by all of us. Just letting life get in the way. Okay? Okay. Well, thank right. you. You're welcome. You have a good day. And I hope thank you, you so much. You have calling. an awesome day. Too. Okay, that's going to be our last caller. Or this will. I got. Okay, this will. Hello? <laughs> Hi, you're on the air with Jen. We've got about two minutes and then we're going to have to get going. What can I do okay. for you? Um, I just want to know more about me and my friend Wayne Lavender relationship and our future together. Okay, who am I speaking with? Jasmine Anderson. Jasmine, and his name is Wayne. Wayne Lavender, yes. And you're with him right now? No, we're, we're friends, but he's like super busy and he says he likes me, but he's yeah, that's what I was getting. Work. Yeah, I was getting mm -hmm. that, um, and I hate to tell people this. I mean, I, you know, he's. We're going to have to. Yeah, what can I do for you? Yeah. Strong enough to make it happen. Mm. You know, he seems awfully distracted and awfully um, flighty. You're like, mm -hmm. oh, oh, that, oh, that's right, you're there. You know, <laughs> he's not. Mm -hmm. You're not his number one priority. So, mm -hmm. if you really want this to happen, you're going to have to get into his face and say, listen. I want this to happen. If you want to ha this to happen, then you need to be on board 100%. Mm -hmm. I think there's still some, I don't know if she really wants this or 
you know, and don't fall for the, oh, we'll ruin our friendship. That's, you know what, we're not in high school. We're not in a camp, you know. We'll mm-hmm. ruin our friendship. That's an excuse. That's mm-hmm. buying time. You know, mm-hmm. you really just need to trust your judgment on this. And stop okay. pushing away what you know to be true. Mm-hmm. And stop accepting less than you deserve. And mm-hmm. if he can't give you what you deserve, move on. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's still up in the air right now. Um, flight. Like, mm-hmm. oh, 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 right. That's fair. You're there, you know? <laughs> Actually, I only have about two minutes left in the show. So if mm-hmm. you would like to post that question in my group, Free Psychic Greetings, Beacon of Light, I or one of my readers mm-hmm. will. You know, mm-hmm. you need to try really judgment. Trust your, trust your judgment. And stop okay. pushing away. Okay. Okay. Goodbye. Okay. Not quite sure how many minutes we have left, Amanda. I thought it was like two. Amanda's my producer. Um, so, I just wanted to wrap up what we were saying before on living in the now. When you live in the now and you hold on to positive thoughts, everything in this world, in this universe, is created by thought. It is not a fantasy. Thoughts are energy and they're whirling above your head right now. And they all end up back with the creator, the source, hence the all-knowing because every thought is sent there. Um, so let's make our thoughts good ones. And let's stop focusing on all the possible negative outcomes that could possibly happen in the future and focus on all the good ones so that we can create that. And let go of that past. You don't need to be walking around with that heavy pack on your back. It's not doing you any good. Fill your fan and inner thoughts are and rolling on their head now. All and because that's what we all crying out for these positive, happy results. And we cannot, you know, you you can't make a good. You can't make something good if you you know, like, I don't know. Just <laughs> just losing my train of thought. I get so frustrated. Positive thoughts create positive results, and just try every day to work towards that. And you will see the change real soon. Thank you so much for being with me here today. Uh, I so enjoyed doing Beacon of Light show. And please come and be a member of our group. Once again, that's Free Psychic Greetings, Beacon of Light on Facebook.